Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Gritty Sports Podcast. We're here for a special cast here today. March Madness. It's related into March Madness, and uh, it's going to be the March Madness of beer, though. We need an official hashtag name for this tournament at some point, so we'll be, we'll be throwing out our best ideas. Um, but for right now, we're just calling it the March Madness of beer, beer madness, beer mania, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the usual suspects on tap here for today, it's me, John Harrell, and Ryan Rutherford, me referring to Josh Wagner, and uh, no Tyler today, very disappointed he couldn't join us for this beer uh, podcast, would have been right up his alley, but uh, he is not here, but anyways, uh, you missed uh, the first two rounds in this beer tournament, uh, we spared you that so we wouldn't be on here rambling for an hour, hour and a half, and you all would have just turned us off and said, what the fuck do these guys know? <laughs> so we uh, spared you that, and we made it down to the Sweet 16. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you a little bit of a NCAA CBS-like recap. But before we go into that, we need to tell them how we made our decisions. Ah, the P system. The system. The P system. We had to come the up flawed with system. They all systems are flawed, but this is the close to flaws as we can get. Four P's. Four P's. Price. Potency. Potency. Pleasurability. And and popularity. popularity. Yeah. Those were our four criteria that we chose to try and conduct a non-biased approach, even though John really just pushed through Michelob Ultra into the Sweet <laughs> Sixteen solely by not. himself. I won. <laughs> With terrorist tactics as well. <laughs> he was like, if Michelob Ultra does not... He called through, Kangaroo I'm Court and he just he pushed him yeah. through. Kangaroo Court for Michelob Ultra. So, it's also 11 o'clock at night, the latest podcast we've ever done. Yeah, well, we got together at like 9 o'clock. <laughs> it just uh, it took a little longer than we thought, but we're finally here. We were Josh able to couldn't leave kill a couple of beers. Because yeah, Loyola was only winning by 20 points. Uh-huh. <laughs> it turned out to be a, a semi-close finish. They, yeah, were, in the, they were in the 10s, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. We're here. We're all doing it. Uh, for background information, uh, we all came with a different type or several different types of beer um, that we're all drinking on. Uh, I chose to go with Modelo. I'd never had Modelo before. And Miller High Life, which is one I had a long time ago. I think Miller High Life may have been the first beer I ever drank. It was my first beer. So I, I wanted to get some nostalgia, remind me of why I like beer, and get into stuff like that. Uh, Ryan chose to go the uh, IPA approach. Yeah, I am. Uh, the as, mix and match. As the classiest member of the podcast, I had to go with Shut the uh, hell quite up. a few different uh, IPAs oh, and craft beers. I brought in some Red Hook. Uh, a few Devil's Backbone choices, uh, Sierra Nevada, some local Star Hill flavor out of uh, Virginia, Fat Tire, of course, a favorite for all. And then, you know, with all those craft beers, you can't go wrong with the an ice cold bush. 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 The official, uh, the official greeting of, pardon my take. And beer of Kevin Harvick. That's true, and he's been killing it so far <laughs> yeah, in this NASCAR Harvick. season. As we are a NASCAR podcast now. Let's also just go with the actual classiest <laughs> member of Gritty Sports, and that's me with my Michelob Ultra. Watching the figure and still drinking shows job. a 4.2% beer, which is just as much as... Your vagina is glistening in them jeans. <clears throat> well, thank you. <laughs> no, it was out. I should put it away. Yeah, put that thing away. <laughs> Nobody wants a moose knuckle out during a podcast. <laughs> All right, let's get right into it here, folks. So uh, I guess I'll be going with the Cerveza region, which is aptly named because it had Dosa Keys in it. Uh, so for Blue Moon, our number one overall seed, na 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 get a little <laughs> highlight sound in there. Uh, Blue Moon started their tournament by beating Milwaukee's best in what was a blowout in the 116 matchup. Blue Moon led uh, by their star player in that contest, and uh, the drinkability was the MVP of that game. Blue Moon going <laughs> through hardcore. Uh, with the 8-9 matchup, it was a little tough. We had the Irishman of Harp versus the old American Keystone Light. Mm. It was a tough matchup, but Keystone Light edged them out on a buzzer beater, and Keystone Light moving on to the second round. Um, then we had the 4-13 in this Cerveza region. We had Coors Light versus Red Hook. And for anybody who knows... Uh, Coors Light 
is that typical four seed, much like I thought Texas Tech was this season. I thought they were fake as fuck, but they ended up making it pretty far. The guy um, sitting across from him sure didn't. Okay, John. Listen back to now's not the time context. to stroke our, our egos. Okay, just put down that Michelob Ultra. Uh, but anyways, Coors Light was upset <laughs> by Red Hook in what was where is this part down here? Um, I think they ended up losing on drinkability because our uh, Coors Light. Just really mm-hmm. tastes no, like bad tasting water. That was, that was the Taj. Red Hook was surprisingly good. We didn't know anything about Red Hook coming into today. Yeah, for a, for a mid major beer, yeah, it really came out strong. Definitely a mid major. So it came out, beat one of those Blue Bloods and Coors Light. They moved on to the next round. Line Kugel against Loose Cannon. This was another uh, another tough matchup. You know, typically the five and twelve is where people will take their upsets. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of brackets uh, were correct in this category, as I think. Uh, it was probably about 36% of brackets picked loose cannon moving yep. on to the next round. Right. Uh, so Lion Kugel done early. It is not Shandy season after all, folks. Um, following that up, we had our biggest upset of this region. We had Heineken versus Hams. Heineken, one of the big-time uh, you know, big time beer giants, I guess, of the world, yeah. I would say. They and, got the uh, party kegs. They have the party kegs. They have uh, what's his name from How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. What's Neil Patrick Harris? Is that his name? That robot in those commercials. Yeah, they have that too, and they have all the uh, Champions League commercials mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but unfortunately, they were upset by a uh, Colorado mid-major team, the Loyola Chicago of the bracket, Hams Beer. Hampians. Hampians. Net. Uh, to uh, get Ham. Yeah, shout out to Will Tatum out of Colorado and Hams. Hams really shocked the nation on that one and uh, busted up a lot of brackets. Uh, so a lot of people not happy. Hams moving on to the round of 32. Uh, next up, we have the six seed MGD against Goose and uh, Goose. They did not fly south for the winner. They flew to the winner's circle as they got a W against MGD. This guy. Next yeah, up, we guy. have the seven versus ten matchup: Dosa Keys versus Bex. Nobody had ever heard of Bex, and it didn't matter because they didn't last very long in the bracket, <laughs> as Dosa Keys was the most interesting seven seed in this bracket. Ooh. And now, uh, finishing up the region, I'll toss it over to John. We have San Adams versus El Guapo. Uh, Guapo being one of the beers that uh, Ryan bought, uh, you know, kind of thinking in the mirror on that one. El Guapo meaning the cute one or the, the uh, good-looking man. That's what they call me. That's what they call him in Mexico. <laughs> he, he is just Ryan here, but he is El Guapo <laughs> in Mexico. Uh, it was an easy win for Sam Adams as uh, they went on a hell of a run in the end of the first half and took home that W. Okay, we'll go over to Ryan. Pick whatever one you want that doesn't have Michelob on it. Na, 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 na. The king of beers bracket. Ooh. Budweiser was, of course, a one-seed and we thought we were going to have our UMBC in Natty Light <laughs> take over uh, against Budweiser in the first round, but Budweiser just edged them out. And then uh, an interesting 8-9 matchup between Dogfish Head and Guinness Blonde. Guinness Blonde is a newcomer. It's kind of, I would compare it to like a Florida Gulf Coast. They're uh, new to the scene, but uh, they come in hot. They're picking up steam very quickly. So Guinness Blonde took that one in a very close matchup. And then next we had uh, a late addition. This was uh, in the play-in game. Uh, Albino Monkey (laughs) (laughs) in the play-in game at the 13th seed against Miller High Life. And uh, that one was tight. We have Miller High Life and Albino Monkey in the house tonight. And uh, Albino Monkey didn't even need to take it. Very classy teams. It was tough telling one to go home. It was hard. It was really hard. But Albino, they enjoyed their play in victory, and that uh, (laughs) didn't go any farther. Miller High Life took the victory to go on, and they will face the winner of Bud Light PBR. Bud Light Line PBR, excuse me. Uh, a soda pop, as we call it here in uh, <laughs> an old soda pop. <laughs> yeah, so this Bubba was tough. Pulled on all of our heartstrings, you know. 
Hold on, us, uh, we are on the golf course, but then we also like to save some money. What was PBR at in the store today, Josh? PBR uh, six pack of Tall Boys was five fifty. Five fifty at your local food line. That's cheaper than we're gonna plug food line because they definitely need to be thrown a life support rope. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna give them a plug on. Before this they one. lose out to any more shopping saves, bro. That's so, whack. It was it was really tough Bud Light Lime PBR, but the system did not fail us, and. Uh, Drinkability couldn't save Bud Light Lime, so we uh, had to send PBR on to the round of 32. Then uh, in the next set of our bracket, the 3 and 14 seed, Sam Adams Oktoberfest, <laughs> and uh, the 14 seed, Shell Razor from our Green Turtle. Yep. Uh, local plug. Local Hosted plug. Hosted our draft. Host of our draft and future host of the first ever live Gritty Sports podcast. Potentially, Potentially. Yeah. They'd probably let us do it. I think they would let us do it. And then, uh, so that was pretty close, but since they haven't let us do it yet, the same Adams. Same <laughs> uh, and then an intriguing 6-11 between Keystone and 8 Point. 8 Point was in the house, but uh, Keystone. Keith Stone. Keith Stone, man, he he's too, too smooth. He was too smooth, and it was too much. <laughs> they moved on, and then uh, another young hot team. This is really hot. I'm surprised Josh didn't take this bracket just because of this team. Modelo, yeah, versus who did we have them go against? We had him going against Skull. Yingling, and we got too scared. Oh, yeah, Skull. <laughs> yeah, Skull. Uh, so, Skull. It's another European beer. Yeah, which we don't really care about it at all. And it reminds me of Skull Vodka, which is fucking awful. So Plus, we also have Modelo in the house. Shout out to Clint Dempsey for his ad campaign. Modelo is heavily represented I in like the fridge Modelo. tonight. We it had really cans is, and yeah. bottles on deck of Modelo. I like it. They... Breeze through school. That was it. A 90-50 game. Yeah, wasn't even close. Modelo sh- or, uh, should have called it at halftime. Yeah, school shouldn't have came out of the half. They only had 20 at half. <laughs> and then uh, we had Miller Lite against Iron City. Josh had a really cool shirt from Iron City. Yeah. And that was pretty much all they had showing up for them <laughs> as Miller Lite blew them out of the water. They tried their did best. Did we go on to, did, I, did you say the Sweet 16 too? No. Yeah. Or no, I didn't, did I? No. no. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go up to that next. Okay. The na, bracket na, with na, the na, best na, beer na, that is not a number na, one seed. Na, 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 na. We're going to start out with <laughs> the Stella Hurricane 116 matchup. Hurricane. The Slurricane. Didn't even really play at all. Stella walks through that one with. I will say, though, of all the 16 walk-ons. seeds. The Hurricanes are probably my top 16 seed. No. I have drank Hurricane before. If you can stomach six of them, you are hammered. I'm up. <laughs> it is like, it's like 8%. It's basically like the leftover off the top beer from like Budweiser, the I think. The two natties are so, my 16 seed. Some Slurricanes, man. And then we have our 9-8 Bush Light Coors matchup. And this one got us... Uh, it messed with us a little it was bit heated. here. It was heated. Yeah, it was a very deep dive discussion and Bush Light... Edge that one out. Then we have our 413 Michelob Ultra. Not even Sam Elliott could save Coors. <laughs> the banquet beer. Michelob Ultra Molson, our 413. That one actually gave us a lot of fits as it, well. It, it, it gave them fits. I John threw a fit. I did throw, John I threw, threw a fit. I threw a Class A Ryan Rutherford fit to get Michelob <laughs> Ultra into the round of 32. The 512 Purple Haze Vienna Lager was an absolute... Bloodbath. Vienna Lager walked right on through that one, along with Mad Elf crushing the competition against Icy Light. I don't even know what Icy Light is. Mad Elf just had a day with that one. Icy it's Iron City. It's oh yeah, it, it's the gotcha. Pittsburgh yep. beer, but light beer. It's terrible, fucking awful. <laughs> then we had our Sierra Nevada Moosehead, which gave. Gave us a little. It bit gave of me a head scratch. I like Moosehead. Yeah, it had good drinkability. But Sierra Nevada. Dominated the other three categories, and then the Red Stripe seven ten against who did Red Stripe go against? Who is that? Uh, that's the Chinese beer. Tins, Red Stripe tin, one. Tins Tao. Yeah. Another playing game victory. Yeah. Red Stripe <laughs> walked through that one, and then the two fifteen was an absolute bloodbath. 
Bud Light demolished Star Hill Northern Lights, made Star Hill look like yeah. absolute dog Star shit. Hill made me look like a fool. Coming into the tournament, I had them very highly ranked. I like them as a local beer. Kind of like how you had, uh, this goes well with Oklahoma and how he swore <laughs> Trey Young was going to win a national championship. Go back a couple podcasts, you'll find that dumbass statement. Just like Star Hill. Like. All you- <laughs> there was also a part, though, where like I think it was Ryan and you were not big Loyola fans. I don't think anybody was a Loyola fan. I was though. a big Loyola hater, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I also didn't know about Sister Jean. If I didn't know <laughs> anything about Sister Jean, then I wouldn't have said such crazy foolish things so all right well that rounds out the three regions the last region we're calling the international region (laughs) as it has representatives from all over the country uh starting us off was the number one seed guinness the heavyweight fighter uh you know a blue blood in both the beer world and the basketball world kind of like kansas kansas and guinness um more than you would like to think are similar with bill self uh, you know, kind of being a Guinness guy. You he can kind of like see it. Guy, he's a Guinness yeah. dude. He's got a little bit of a beer belly. It's a heavy beer, a lot of carbs. So he could definitely be that way. Uh, they went up against Natty Daddy. Uh, Natty Daddy had a good first half against Guinness. Uh, did not have enough to pull through, though, as Guinness picked up the win there. Uh, next up, we had a real uh, good team check-in. Probably one of the best eight seeds we've ever seen in tournament history with Landshark out yeah. of the Margaritaville Brewing Company. Uh, Severely underrated. You could tell that they came into the tournament with a chip on their shoulder. They did, and they they looked like they had something to prove. They went up and against they, they the proved it. snow brand of China in what was an absolute, uh, you know, just thumping, <laughs> absolute thumping. As Landshark picks up the win over Snow, the Chinese beer uh, wasn't even close the entire way. The full court press of Landshark was just too much to deal with. Um, in the 4-13 matchup, we had a very interesting one here uh, with a branch campus uh, Sam Adams Rebel IPA going up against <laughs> the Bud Light Platinum, also a very elite branch campus of their respective companies. Uh, it wasn't tough for the judges, and the system reflect our decision as Platinum cruised through to the round of 32. Uh, the 5-12 matchup. Uh, it really came down to cloth in this one between Fat Tire and Rolling Rock. Uh, Rolling Rock picking up the win in what they lacked in their categories. They were picked up by your host here, Josh Wagner, uh, with the Rolling Rock threads. Shout out to old Arnold Palmer out of Latrobe <laughs> as they gallop on in to the round of 32. The Rolling T-shirt Rock did throw us for a yeah, week. Josh. Yeah, when we were doing, I was saving it. Yeah, we were doing this voting and Josh. <laughs> Showed up with a sweatshirt on, made uh, just didn't make any moves, and then we get to the Rolling Rock vote, and Josh just rips off the yeah, sweatshirt. stands up, takes the sweatshirt yeah. off, and flickers his shirt a little bit. They could have went against Bud Light. They could have went against anything, and you whip out a shirt like that with that kind of showmanship, you got to give them the victory. <laughs> very nice uh, material, too, in the T-shirt. Very comfortable. It looks soft. Uh, it's almost got kind of a comfort color mm-hmm. uh, appeal to it. But anyways, Rolling Rock moves through, and um, so that's another 12 seed that makes it through to the bracket. Looking at the lower half of Region Internacional, we have Shock Top versus Michelob, the original Michelob, and Shock Top cruised through that game with their elite status and uh, that just crisp, crisp, crisp taste. Crisp. Just got them right through, so Shock Top winning that matchup. Then we had Bush versus Harbin. Harbin, another international beer. Bush with enough grit to get them on to the next round. And Bush, you know, we talk a lot about grit on this show. It is a very gritty beer, very working man's beer, as Ryan takes a sip of that Bush indeed. Just a very, very good beer. I've been drinking a lot of Bush lately, so I was behind on that. So the sixth seed moves on. Sponsored our recent cabin weekend that uh, yes, me and they did. Josh. Yeah, our company friends. retreat. Yeah, participating. Our, our pretty good sports retreat. Uh, thank you to my dad, Walker. Also, uh, the king of Wakanda. Walker's kind of like our agent because he, Walker, uh, helped out with the agency that did Langston Galloway of the NBA. You might know mm-hmm. him, John. Uh, he's plays for the Pelicans, I believe. Now. He does. Yeah, uh, he used so to play for the Knicks. They helped out with this contract. They helped out with a couple of other NBA players. So, uh, Walker is officially our agent. So all requests must be hit up through Walker. Ask him all. Yeah, Walker. We will not be paying him. 
His reason. alter ego is King T'Challa. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we had a 7-10, which we anticipated to be closer with Labatt, the heavyweight out of the Canada region, versus Yingling, America's oldest brewery. Plug that real quick. Um, but Yingling was able to overtake Labatt in the early parts of the game, just really killed him on the offensive boards, and Yingling moved on. Yingling kind of reminds me of Syracuse in this tournament yep. because uh, – The old-fashioned mindset. They're, yeah, they're an old-fashioned team. They had to do a play-in game, and they're not used to doing that. They're used to getting in based on namesake, which some would argue they did this year. But then I like what the committee did making them participate in the playing game. And I, I feel like that's They deserve to be here. Yeah. I they mean, didn't that, they didn't play particularly well in a really crowded eastern, you know, coast yeah. beer league this year. Mm-hmm. But they squeaked in there. I agree. Love the analogy. And last up, rounding out the round of sixty four, we have Corona beating Hopwork Orange. And a clever pun on a very trippy film was not enough to get past Corona. And Hopwork Orange is in the house. We hung out with them. We got to see what they were about. They reminded us of a higher percentage Blue Moon. Um, we didn't. It's not quite cold enough as it should be. And it's a little hoppier. And it's a little hoppier. But uh, the coldness is because we just got it from the store. And Corona, obviously being the duke of this tournament, just very good, very arrogant, very in-your-face, and they don't give a damn because they are that good. Yeah. That is Corona, ladies and gentlemen. Marvin Bagley is the lime. Yep, Marvin Bagley is the lime. Uh, We will say, even though that Duke is elite, uh, that Grayson Allen is that last sip of Corona at the bottom that's mostly mouthwash. Ooh. So that's where Grayson Allen stands, and I know that puts a smile on John's face. So that rounds out the round of 64. We're going to keep rolling here, and then we're going to get to the Sweet 16 with some actual analysis. Just want to catch all you guys up here. Um, in the Cerveza bracket with Dosa Keys uh, as the seventh seed, we had Blue Moon go against Keystone Light. Uh, Blue Moon really just sticking true to what it believes in. And uh, true drinkability and just a superior pour, uh, just you know. And we're blue talking, pour. we're talking the best blue moon you've ever had, like Top Golf Top Orange. Top Golf Blue Moon. Oh, oh my God, fuck me up. <laughs> it's so good. It's the most beautiful beer I've ever seen, and it is a beautiful team indeed. They push past Keystone Light. We had Red Hook go against Loose Cannon, and the Cannonites were able to fire away early on in that contest and take over Red Hook. Uh, Red Hook, again, in the house here today. It was a good beer. It was able to beat a Coors Light team that was not prepared for the situation. Loose Cannons remind me, they, they run like the Golden State offense. They shoot a lot of threes. You They just are high volume, high percentage. Yep. Boom, boom, and boom. right now, I mean, this bracket with a 12 seed moving on to the Sweet 16, things are getting interesting here mm-hmm. in the Cerveza bracket. Uh, and next up, the matchup was Hams versus Goose, and we want to say that Goose had a chance, but the momentum that Hams brought to the table after their win over Heineken. Sister Jean. Sister Jean, Will Tatum, he was just too much, Sister carrying Will. them to the win. <laughs> Sister Will, the uh, <laughs> the chaplain of the team. Yes. Uh, Hams pulled through to an easy victory, uh, and that is now two teams in the dust, and they both got hammed. Uh, next matchup we had was Dosa Keese versus Sam Adams, and this was a tough one. It actually went down to our judge and our audience member, Jessica Story. And so thank you very much, Jessica, for joining in on the podcast. She's also our landlord. She's also our landlord. She's hosting this whole event here tonight. She has our So a big shout-out to her, the coolest teacher in school. We won't <laughs> tell you where she goes to school, though, because we have some crazy fans out there. <laughs> so we'll keep it at that. But she had to make the tiebreaker between Dosa Keese and Sam Adams. And I'll tell you what, it got heated when it came to the brand imaging between these two teams. You had the most interesting man in the world versus a true patriot, Sam Adams. It was, it was a really tough one for the whole group, so Jessica broke the ice on that one for us, and we went with Sam Adams. So all the Boston people do a quick fist bump in the air as their boys move forward. And this was one of the times where some people would say the system failed us. Yes. Because I... The quad I wins, or whatever we, they call I think it. All yeah, the quad one us, wins. Yeah, I think all three of us, if there were two beers sitting in front of us right now, Dos Equis and Sam Adams... We would all pick the Joe Sekis. Yeah, no, I just don't like Sam Adams. But that's why we have the system. That's why, yep, exactly. So it separates uh, us from the animals. Moving back uh, over to the King of Beers bracket, where Budweiser seems to have a stranglehold where they took on 
the up-and-comer Guinness Blonde. This is the kind of matchup where you know who the the millennials are going for and you know who your dad's rooting for. Your dad's going for Budweiser and the kids are rooting for Guinness Blonde, but Budweiser blows them out of the water. Wasn't even close, but uh, Guinness Blonde, they'll be back next year. They'll be back next year. So uh, then next up we had a uh, 4-12 matchup between Miller High Life and PBR. This one was hot. Can I uh, see the judges' sheet? I want to see what this one came down to between Miller High Life and PBR, because uh, well, it actually oh, it, it was it, was, it, it, was it a, went a it landslide was, to PBR. It was but a clean sweep. There was there was a nostalgia feel, and also you know I've been saving this for the Sweet Sixteen, but the fact that PBR is owned by the Russians yep. is is heavily weighing on my mind, and that will reflect the voting later. Yeah, that's why I I was surprised that uh, I had to see the sheet because I couldn't believe that. So uh, then we go on to our 3-6 matchup with Sam Adams, Oktoberfest, and Keystone. Uh, this one, Sam Adams surprisingly came out to an early lead. They had the first run of the game, and they say basketball is a game of runs, and beer is as well, and Sam Adams just ran through. Never came back to Keystone. He was not smooth enough. Not for the Sweet 16. Hey, sometimes you hit them, sometimes you don't. And then no, our not. our Diaper Dandy Modelo took on the old faithful Miller Lite. The big two seed. Yeah, huge two seed. The and, UNC of this bracket. No, we ain't doing that. That's honestly a great comparison. Yeah. Miller no, Lite to It's another blue blood. Mm-hmm. We're not doing this, guys. So, and <laughs> to John's dismay... John wanted Miller Lite to win in this matchup. He wanted UNC to win in real life. And Modelo. They flipped the script from the actual tournament. They showed up, and they knocked everyone's socks off. Shut up. I'm sorry, John. What's the name of your region? Do you have a name? King of Beers. King of Beers. And mine's the actual greatest beer in my region. We'll get on to that later. Real Men of Genius. Yes. Real man. Stella takes on Bush Light in our one verse nine, and it really wasn't even close. No. Did we even vote? Actually, I don't think one? we did vote on that one. <laughs> Which, I don't think. Oh we yeah, did. Stella. Yeah, we we gave Stella the win. Stella. No, I think you guys beer just beer. asked me if I wanted to complain about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You like Bush. <laughs> yeah, we just like, the peanut gallery was none to be said on yeah, that I, one. But I like Stella. So Stella moves on to the yeah. Sweet Sixteen. Punches their first ticket. That was our first easy. Uh, Easy gimme. And then we have Michelob Ultra Vienna Lager. That one again calls some riffraff. Michelob Ultra moves on. The Mad Elf. Uh... Sierra Nevada. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, you're right. The Mad Elf Sierra Nevada. I don't know if we even really. It was too. I would compare that to like a Wichita State and. Mad Elf. Uh, yeah, Wichita State yeah. and Mad Elf and. Will be another like, like Gonzaga almost. Yeah. Like it was like two powerful mid majors facing off in this game. So it was it was interesting to see who came out on top. And my big one here, Bud Light Red Stripe. I fought for Red Stripe. Red Stripe reminds me of a hooray beer. They remind me of kind of like a <laughs> a Gonzaga type team, a real strong team. But they they faced a you could say a Kansas type team mm-hmm. in the Bud Light, and you just can't knock them off. It's not a team you could go. Yeah. So the Sweet 16 over here is going to be a 1-4-3-2 matchup. I would say that Bud Light probably reminds me the most of a Michigan. Once you get hot on Bud Light, you can roll that momentum all yeah, the way through a night. But Michigan's never a two seed. That's true. But I think PBR is a good Michigan. No? We'll see if the tournament ends up reflecting that. So back to the international bracket. Uh, when we last left, it was Guinness versus Landshark, and this is a, uh, you know, it was a real tight matchup, actually, with Kansas narrowly defeating Landshark. Uh, Jimmy Buffett was really the difference maker for Landshark, <laughs> but he couldn't pull through in the end. He has um, a new play on Broadway. Did you see that? I did not know that, I need but to I'm see interested. It. Very interested. So, uh, they are going to have to go home and have their cheeseburgers in paradise rather than the Sweet 16. Uh, moving on now to the next matchup, we had Plat Plat only versus Rolling Rock, and this time the threads were not enough for Rolling Rock to move forward as the PA Breweries continue to take shots in this contest. Uh, 
You know, it's just the whole conference right now is just really reeling right now with Rolling Rock going down. Is that Platinum, Platinum moves through to the Sweet 16 as the P... Well, it, it would probably be the, the PC... Or no, the uh, PSAB. With beer at the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. It's not good. So, Platinum moving on. <laughs> I think it's pretty As the four. The I next matchup was did. Shock Top versus Bush. And this was an instant classic in March as Shock Top and Bush uh, really just beat the hell out of each other. Went to overtime, not once, but twice, Ryan. It was a crazy game with a corner three at the buzzer winning it for Shock Top. And the Belgians come out on top on that one. I heard the orange slice was the one who made the shadows. It probably was the orange slice. (laughs) Either that or the coriander. I think he gave the assist. Damn. So it was a it was a crazy uh, crazy matchup between a three and six and an instant rivalry mm-hmm. between the two. Uh, the next matchup and the final matchup was a really tough one. Went down to the judge again. So for all of you Yingling lovers, this one's on Jessica. <laughs> uh, but Corona pulling out strong, getting past Yingling. Yingling, uh, the Ma and Pa Brewery that everybody wanted to see win, couldn't get it done against a team like Duke and Shashevsky. They- Yingling just got a tough draw. They really did. They had to. They had to participate in the playing game. They had to fight through. Who was their first round matchup? They had a tough first round. They matchup. played Labat. Labat in the first round. They they lost a lot of momentum physical in that game. Physical team from up north. Yeah, yeah, very physical team took a lot out of them. And then the the day two games, uh, round of thirty two, couldn't get past a tough, cocky. Flashy Corona squad. Yeah, and they were very well rested after their breeze against Hopwork Orange. So mm-hmm. Corona moving into the Sweet 16, keeping everybody's brackets in check. That brings us now to an empty slate, ladies and Here gentlemen. Here we go. We're live. So we are now. The recap is over. Um, if you're still with us, thank you. This is going to be a really good time here. And uh, let's get right to it. The first matchup we have is going to be Blue Moon versus uh, Loose Cannon. Uh, when we look through our system that we set in place, obviously Blue Moon, let me find the list here, uh, Blue Moon is probably going to be more expensive than Loose Cannon, but I'm not entirely sure. I think they're probably both on the same level. But uh, I'll have people look that up. But Blue Moon, uh, with obviously a superior brand uh, to Loose Cannon and a superior pleasurable taste, and, uh, you know, just really the anti-UVA of this tournament, Blue Moon, just really smacking down the things that they should. Uh, with potency, that one's going to have to go to Loose Cannon, but with price, it will be close. Um, but with all those things said, uh, and with approval from the rest of the team here, we're going to go with Blue Moon over Loose Cannon. Correct. Yep, we got to do it. It's going to be. It's actually a clean sweep. It's a clean what sweep. I've read. Okay. So we're good to go. The system and opinion both back each other up. Got to love it when that happens. So now we move on to an intriguing matchup here in this bracket. We have Hams versus Sam Adams and Sister Will. Uh, I wish he was here to have a quick oh soundbite with us. <laughs> yes, oh we literally we said it. Hams, 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 Hams. We said Sister Will, and we look at the TV, and Sister Jean pops on the TV. So Hams just... The gods have spoken for Hams. So the 14-seeded Hams keep on dancing as they win a tough game against Sam Adams. The blue blood from Boston, they go down. So Hams on to the next part. And now we're going to look at Budweiser against PBR. And this is a very intriguing matchup, guys. How do you feel about this matchup? This is the working man's matchup. This is like Wisconsin and... Like UVA, just like gritting it out, gritty, two gritting defensive it out. Yeah. teams fighting it out. And with that being said, UVA, Wisconsin, those are two teams that choke a lot. So I don't like whoever wins here. I don't like their odds making the final four, but we'll see. I I think the Bud Heavy PBR is going to be the cheaper beer. Yeah. Give them that one. Yep. Drinkability. I think I'm going to go PBR. I'm citing I'm citing PBR and I'm citing PBR hard on this one. Wow. Just from personal experience, Bud wow. Heavy has done me dirty me more too. times than not. Makes me feel so full. Yeah, I think I, I've never felt shitty drinking PBR. I think that 
Although we do need to throw into the fact that PBR is no longer American made or American owned. Needs to be acknowledged. Needs to be acknowledged. Needs to be discussed. Uh, Budweiser, you know, it's in all five continents. It has a huge brand. So it really just goes down to to our votes here. I mean, are, are we going to get rid of a team like Budweiser for... Do we need to run the system? I think we have to run the system. We need to run the system. The four Ps. Line them up. The four Ps, again, being price, price potency, preferability, and popularity. Yep. Price goes to PBR. Yep. Goes to PBR. All right, so price goes to PBR. I believe potency would go to Budweiser. Yeah. Look up one. I'll look up the other. Yeah, look, look up potency. Uh, brand is obviously going to be Bud. Uh, and then pleasurability. This is where we decide. With pleasurability, guys, are we going with PBR or Budweiser? In my personal opinion, I think that the drinkability of PBR is superior to Budweiser. Budweiser is a beer where I'll have a couple, but not a lot. I PBR, I also agree with drinkability. Budweiser is a 4.2% beer. No, that's Bud Light. Yeah, that's Bud Light. Budweiser is 5. I think I actually know that for a fact. Yeah, Bud, Budweiser Correct. Is Why the fuck? Yeah. Okay, yeah. 5%. Why does it do this? So Budweiser wins that one. So Budweiser wins that one. I'm going to go drink Ability with PBR. I think if I want to drink one, I'd rather drink a Budweiser. But if I'm going to drink like 10, I want to drink PBR. So, so it's 2-2, two, two, right? Yeah. So like that brings us to a tie. A live tie. Jessica? A live tie. Jessica, lean into the mic. Yeah, put the mic over there. <laughs> I'm going PBR. Wow. Whoa! All right, PBR oh, with a huge crazy. win. So, and in case anyone was wondering why we chose this tiebreaker, we wanted it to be as... One, because we don't have a very deep bench. We don't have a deep bench. Bench is very deep. Tyler, very not deep. Yeah, if, nobody's if Tyler were here, maybe he would be the tiebreaker, but he chose not to come. Yet again. Um, and... Jessica is completely unbiased because she doesn't even drink beer. So she's had none of these beers. So she's basing it off of complete just uh, women's intuition. And if you have a problem with that, then you are not a feminist and you can suck our clitorises. Yes. Because we're a feminist podcast. So... That went south quick. Sis- and I wasn't ready Thank for it. You. Sister Jean. Sister Jean, help us. Big, big Sister Jean fan. Big Susan B. Anthony fan. We're all Susan B. Anthony actually a friend of the podcast. podcast. So uh, you know, good for that. Uh, moving on now, we have Sam Adams Oktoberfest. So the Sam Adams daddy goes down, but the little brother might sneak in there. He's going against Modelo. I'm drinking a Modelo right now. How do you guys feel about this system? I know what I'd rather have right now. You thinking Modelo? That's what I'd want. Probably what I would want as well. I'm gonna. Just, I'm running some of the basic system. So when when we look at this matchup, though, Modelo, uh, you know, kind of a balanced team, pretty much from stout all the way to the base I of the at, beer. I look at Modelo almost like a West Virginia. Like I think they, I think they just apply a lot of pressure to their opponents. I think they make their opponents feel uneasy. Very smooth and in transition from, from their, bottle to mouth. And they're at like they're athletic. You can remain agile. Good for uh, like dizzy bat. Good for anything like it's that. It's a three-one Modelo wins. All right. Well, we were Fest, all gonna pick Modelo anyway. One thing Oktoberfest has is content. So Sam Adams if it was October, bites the dust. If it was October, that's true. And not March. If I had a bratwurst in my mouth. I would want a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Now, I think we should start on the bottom bracket first because it's Stella Ultra. I'm looking up every possible thing I can look up. All right, all right, all right. All right, so uh, back to the international bracket. Uh, We have Guinness going against Bud Light Platinum. And uh, Bud Light pretty much all shut out at this point except for Bud Light and Platinum now. Um, So when we look at the matchup between Guinness and Platinum, I think both are very heavy beers, um, with Guinness obviously having the experience, the pedigree, but Platinum being at 6% is just a little bit more with alcohol content, and I don't think Guinness comes out on top in this matchup for me. I like like the way Bud Light lines up. I look at Bud Light as almost like uh, an Alabama team with Sexton and just a lot of athletes, a lot of length with uh, some star potential. 
There's, like, you look at Bud Light Platinum. Platinum's in the name. How do you not see star potential in a guy like Sexton and uh, Plat, Plat only. Alabama? I'm going to rock with Platts as well. So, it's a so, shame Alabama couldn't make it as far as uh, their beer counterpart in our bracket. Yeah, well, like, when, you run into, when you run into a Stella or a Villanova, that's the way it goes. This beer drink, or this uh, beach beer section of this bracket is really throwing me for a loop. Shock Top versus Corona, 2-3 matchup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this is actually one of the most intriguing matchups in the Sweet 16. Uh, you bring in a team like Shock Top with a lot of pedigree going against a team with so much pro talent, and they've been there. Corona is all around the world. Um, you know, they come out of Mexico, so they have a chip on their shoulder a little bit in that regard. And been they have to go it. through tariffs and taxes before they even make it to the States. Um, so Corona is a tough team. Even though it's got the pedigree, they are also slightly gritty in that regard. And if you pair them with their matchup, their one-two thing with Marvin Bagley, a.k.a. the Lime, the Lime. it makes them a very tough out. What if Marvin Bagley starts going by the Lime? And people are going to be like, why? <laughs> it's, it's like, I'm the like, lime and the corona, bitch. No, 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 people no, no. are just going to listen know. to this we're podcast. Know, yeah. yep. Now, this is where it's going to start. To me, I'm going to roll corona in I'm this one. I'm going to roll corona as well. There, there's too much talent. Yep. It's too good of a roster. They will not fail yet. Their their eighth man would start on half the teams in this I think game. a big part of this, too, is the appeal to everyone's sensibilities, when they drink a Corona, you just think you're on vacation. Everyone has a Corona T-shirt. Yeah. Everyone's got. Everyone's got. I have it. a Corona straw beach hat. Yeah, my grandpa has one too. Yeah. Bad it's ass. just one of those teams everybody's rooting for. Can I go ahead and take my team out of the bracket the way I want to do it? Sure. Shoot him in the head, John. No, I would never. So, I did my research. Stella wins by a landslide. The only thing Michelob Ultra's got going for him is the simple price. It's close, the couple, just depending on where you buy it at. I mean, we had Blue Moon as the overall one seed, but I think Stella is the true championship contender. Yeah, it's the cream of the crop. I don't, I don't, I don't see. I don't know if they're going to make it to the final four. They Bud Light, off. Bud Light is going to give them a hell of a run. Stella came off the conference title. I think they're clicking at the right time. Yeah, and Stella's a team who won their conference tournament. They won their regular season. Mm-hmm. They've been there. They've done that. They've won championships in the past. Stella easily the Villanova of this tournament. And I, I, I think that Mad Elf has made it as far as they can make it. I can't. I don't. We're going. Oh, Mad Elf versus Bud Light. So we'll just plug that right away. Uh, Mad Elf. Uh, they're up and down. You know, in the summer months, you don't hear much from them. But when it comes to wintertime, holiday season, they really make a big push. Um, is that push big enough to no. get them through the giant that is Bud Light? No. I will say that push is enough. And do you know why that push is enough, Josh? Because, because its drinkability is superior and it no. comes at 13% right to your mouth. Yes, <laughs> but because, listen to this. It's March, right? Yeah. March... Is supposed to be spring in time for we're supposed to be moving into warm beers like Bud Light, right? Yep. What did we just have this past week? Some snow. We had some snow. We had a shit ton of snow. We had six inches. We had a a shit ton of snow compared to what we'd have all year. We had just as much snow this past week as we'd had all year. So I think that snow represents Mad Elf coming into March and taking this tournament by storm. And Phil saying that there were six more weeks of winter. And Mad so, Elf taking over. No, we're not writing that down. Mad Elf taking over. So we're basing. Write it down. No, we're not. So we're Write basing Mad Elf winning this matchup for one snowstorm. No. That's all you need. It's a, no, one, no, it's a single elimination Bud tournament. Light, Bud Light has been doing this for all longer you than you've been game. alive. That doesn't mean they win every year. But they should beat Mad Elf. It sounds to me like it we're taking like it to want, the sounds system. Sounds like you want Duke to win. No, Duke is Corona, you dumbass. Get your get your back straight. <laughs> but if you just think the best team should win every year, Duke is not the best Duke team every win. year. They weren't the best team last year. They're not the best team this year. No, they might be the best team. No, Villanova is the best team be this year. I I'd say I like. I think both. that either I would like to hear John's side of things, and then we're gonna take it to the system. I, John I, already said his side. Uh, yeah, this wasn't interesting. No, <laughs> six inches of snow does not declare Matt Elf the winner over. Yes, it does. One of the best teams in the bracket. 
It just yes, doesn't. It does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I don't understand. I, I mean, take I, I don't get, let's take it to the system. All right, so by price. Also, think about how long Nana's kept it in their keg. Well, well past oh, Christmas. Oh, so now we're worried about Nana's. Which well past Christmas. People listening to this don't even know who Nana's is. No, some might. Some might. Tyler Smith, if he even listens. Tyler Smith is going to listen. Yeah, he might. It's a mini cast. Okay, so. Uh, so we have Mad Elf, we have Bud Light. Price is going to be Bud Light. Yep. Uh, drinkability. Mad I think Elf. Bud Light. That's going to be Mad Elf. It's 13%, and you don't even know you're drinking it. Okay. Um, popularity. Popularity would be Bud Light. And then the last part would be the potency, which would be Mad Elf, which leads us to a tie, which brings us back to Jessica, Jessica. our resident decider of uh, tough see, things. I'm scared because the closest mic I'm to is John, and he's about to, like, freak out. Because I was gonna pick Mad Elf. I'm keeping. Calm Don't let John influence you, I'm, Jessica. I'm keeping calm, cool, and collective. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with a Mad Elf. Let's go! Hey. Let's go! That's a Mad Elf to the final that's four. A huge so that's win. a big. That's a big win huge. for me. Mad Elf cool. moves on from Bud Light, thanks to Jessica. And uh, you know, it certainly helps that this bracket is in March with Mad Elf still fresh in our minds. I'm not sure if this would be the same result if we were in the summer months. So. A little bit of a technicality there for Mad Elf as they move on. So the Elite Eight is set, people. We have Blue Moon going off against the Cinderella story. Will the glass slipper continue to fit for hams? And then we go down. We have PBR who's still dancing around with Modelo as a seven seed. And Modelo really just our resident Texas A&M of this tournament. Mm-hmm. Just getting it done in a tough conference. They finally made it through to some recognition. And then on the other side, we have Stella versus Mad Elf, and that is a heavyweight matchup coming up. No, it's and not. And then Platinum versus Corona. So the field is set. We'll start with Blue Moon versus Hams. And is it oh finally time to send Hams home, guys? That's like two of my favorite beers for vastly different reasons. <laughs> oh. You I know, you know where I stand. Apart. I'm not even arguing it. There's no, there's no, we can take it. Blue Moon can only do... Like, I mean, Blue Moon, can they do any wrong? No. I, I can slam Blue Moons like I do hams. It's got a superior drinkability. It does cost more, but it also has the global recognition. You pay for what you get. Yeah. I mean, like, hams, hams, don't get me wrong, for its price point, it's a great beer. I would take it over Sam Adams. But when it comes to Blue Moon, our number one overall seed in this tournament, the most talented team... You know, barring maybe Corona or Stella, they're gonna come up with a win. And Hams clocks at midnight for Hams. So we're we're ignoring the fact that Loyola went on to the Final Four. Yes. All right. I also have a question. Sister for you. will. Question. Unless she shows up. No, it's no. a commercial break. Does right. Hams win any of these Elite Eight matches if they're in it? I think Hams could win against PBR. Yes. And that's it. I think that's the only. I don't think they would win against Stella. I don't think they'd win against against Mad Elf. I I don't think they'd win against Modelo. I think Hams could put up a good fight against Modelo. I think Hams would lose to Platinum, and I think Hams would lose to Corona. Yeah. Oh, well. Hams is done, folks. So, Blue Moon, as many predicted, uh, there were actually 38% of brackets that had Blue Moon winning the entire thing. So, they keep on dancing. Yeah, they were a heavy favorite this year. The next closest was Stella. At 31%. So, not a lot of people predicting the upsets this year. Next up, we have PBR versus Modelo. A 12-7 matchup in the Elite Eight. Both these teams had a lot of grit to get here. Um, Is it finally time for the Russian background to knock out PBR? I will hear the arguments. (laughs) Oh, we got some breaking moves coming in. PBR has just been found for spying on Mexico, specifically Modelo's headquarters. Was that the Zimmerman telegram you just sent? Yes. Ooh. Modelo has caught PBR spying, therefore PBR has been eliminated from the tournament, and Modelo moves on to the Final Four. It's hard just to like disagree. That. Just like, landslide it? It's not, it's, it wasn't up to us. It was just decided. It was breaking news. The committee. John. Yeah, you didn't hear the. D- 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 I just. I don't. I don't agree. Actually, it's, it's I, not I, a, uh, I. I think Modelo does win, but I don't know if it's like that. I I none none, none of us even have any say. 
Yeah, it's just I just got the report. It just gets moved through. So Modelo is in there. It was Chris Mortensen. Uh (laughs) Morty, (laughs) you can't go against Mortensen either. He's been through some tough times. So you gotta you gotta back him anymore. So if like if he's getting one, it has to be true. It's true. Doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) I I believe in that one. So that moves us on now to the next one. Uh, What's this bracket called again, John? Is this uh, the well, best fucking beer region? It was, but now it's obviously not. <laughs> All right, so we have Stella versus Mad Elf, and there is a great amount of contrast in these two. Mad Elf actually carrying the torch for the Keystone State right now out of Hershey, Pennsylvania, um, from the Treganators uh, Brewing Company, as they go against Stella Artois, the Belgian giant. Wow. So what do we think here, boys? I, I don't um, think it's a question. I think the system needs to be consulted. All right. Can you, I, I'm down with the system. As, for a reason. And also, you know, just a quick recap. Stella beating Michelob Ultra and Mad Elf beating Bud Light. So both of these teams had to fight hard to be here. Yeah. Um, so we will consult the system. Uh, between Mad Elf and Stella, I think Mad Elf is still more expensive. Am I correct yeah, in that? Probably. And their Mad Elf is, content is, is dumb expensive. Well, and also, um, Mad Elf would depend on where you got it. Because some places will price gouge with Mad Elf because they know you only get it certain times of the yep. year. But then other places you can get Mad Elf for pretty good. But time. with pleasurability, what do we look at here now? Because when I drink Mad Elf, I don't necessarily drink a lot of Mad Elf. But the Mad Elf I drink, you know, four or five, I feel really good while I'm drinking it. It doesn't it. feel like I'm drinking a heavy beer. I enjoy the Mad Elf. But I do really like Stella. I would give the drinkability to Matt Elf. I've been giving it to Stella, but... Hmm. So they're putting it up to me now. Uh, just for for uh, gamesmanship's sake, I'm going with Stella for drinkability. Uh, and then for brand, it's obviously Stella, which leads us to an Elite Eight tiebreaker going to our judge over here, Jessica Story. Well, while I brought Matt Elf this far, oh my I do God. think it's time for them to go home. I'm going to choose Stella. Stella Artois with the W as Villanova keeps on dancing. Stella Artois. And that was probably one of the hardest matchups we've had so far. But this next one, this one could really mix up some stuff here and air some dirty laundry in the house. We have the four-seed Platinum after taking down the Giant going against the pro-ready offense led by Mike Krzyzewski and Corona. Holy shit. And we're not talking Corona. This is what we've been waiting for. We're talking about Corona Extra. This is the game we've been waiting for. So, Platts wins for... um, Platts will win on price, I would assume. Yes. They will win on price, they'll win on content. Yeah, it would win on... uh, But they would lose on drinkability, I think, and uh, global recognition. Yeah. Yeah. No offense, Jessica, I don't think this needs to be brought to you. You guys want to get this one in house? I, I think, think this should be in house. Yeah, well. this needs to stay in house. No this offense is to you, Jessica. This, this is, is I'm, all right. This uh, is a little bit deeper than. I'll hear out everyone's arguments. Mine, uh, you know, I love both these beers. They're very near and dear. I've probably consumed these two beers much too much in my young life. Um, but with the six percent of the platinum, it makes me want to take the platinum. Their can style is also superior. But uh, as I think Ryan's bringing out. I think which is going to close off my opinion, but I do have very, you know, good experiences with Corona as well. I think the big thing for me here is is Corona sometimes has to play without their best player, the Lime, aka Marvin Bagley. I'm going with Platinum. As we bring out these very nice Platinum bottles that I drank uh, at the Super Bowl. I'm going to go Corona with Corona. It's for me a one one season beer. I only drink it in the summer. Corona I love in the winter, and I could drink in the summer. I do drink in the summer, and I, this is a beer I could drink on the beach as Platinum, well. Yeah. Yes, Platinum is a beer I could drink. I could drink on the, the beach. The six percent's well. a kicker in this one, I think. And I just think Corona is just a beach beer in general. Yeah. So I'm going with Platts. I love it, John. I love it, and I think Platinums are about to take a clean sweep. <laughs> oh, baby. I went and grabbed these Platinums, and I thought we just needed them. And I almost think, do you guys hear this? You hear this? <laughs> yeah, I'm picking it up is? a little bit. Do you know what that is? 
This is the 16-ounce Bud Light Platinum 8-pack. Aluminum can. Available at your local or food aluminum line. aluminum bottle, yeah. Plug it's in amazing. food line again. It's amazing. You need to go get this. Your alcohol by volume, your price per ounce, you're getting a bargain with Bud Light Platinum. And that is why it is a Final Four contender. I love it. This is I a think great a, group. I think it's a championship contender. It's a championship contender. Well, yeah, it's I in mean, the Final Four. It's they're not in this spot. Shit so the with four. our overall makeup, before we really dig into it, we have two number one seeds with Blue Moon and Stella, which were one and two in the overall one seed voting. And then joining them, a seven seed out of the mid-major area in Modelo. And they're huge. really making some noise. And then Platinum, after a huge win over Corona, um, you know, Platinum might just be that Gonzaga who finally put it all together for one year. Wow. One, they always have the talent. They have the coaching. Four. Here we are. I mean, let's 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 get it let's get We're it going here. Dance. All right. So we have the final four. We're sitting in San Antonio, or at least I've had enough beer that I think I am. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get this Alamo kicked here. Uh, we got the Blue Moon number one seed going against Modelo, guys. Let's go ahead and break that matchup down. Wow. This is a and the seat with Blue Moon. I don't think it's I a still matchup. think I'm going Blue Moon. I don't think it's a matchup. Blue, Blue Moon's so, too damn good. It's so freaking good this year. <laughs> How can they? Who can, who could beat Blue Moon? Platinum. Historically, who could beat Blue Platinum. Moon? Do you yeah, Platinum? Yeah, I mean, if you look back them? through the years, you know, there's been a lot of good teams. You know, if you look at Corona, they've had great teams. Sam Adams has had great teams in the past. But Blue Moon, it made it through all of these tough opponents, and it knocked off. You know, a team that truly had divine intervention on its side in Hams. I mean, literally, God was backing Hams. Do you know who Blue Moon reminds me of this year? Blue Moon reminds me of Budweiser whenever Dale Earnhardt Jr. was in his prime. Do they not? Do, does Blue Moon not remind you of, of a beer that's just on top of their game right now? They are on top of the game. And I don't even know how, because... We talk about their popularity. It's like a 2012 Adrian Peterson. Have, have yeah, where where are the Blue Moon commercials? Have, I don't see Blue. Do you see Blue? Moon I see them sometimes, but like where? I, I feel like that's honestly that. the biggest thing about Blue Moon is it's so good it doesn't have to beat you over the head with it. Yeah. Like it, it it knows how good it is and it just leaves it at that. I'm going Blue Moon. Do. I'm also going Blue Moon. Blue Moon just seems almost unstoppable this year. I agree. I don't know what to say. I like the matchup Stella Platts. Stella Platts. I think this is just going to have to go straight down to the... to the Stella versus Platts? It's going to have to go down to the... Um, the system? The system. We need, to check, we need to consult the system. The four Ps. The four Ps is why we're here. So Price would go to Platties. Yep. So Platties versus Stella... So we go with that. Content, um, content's going to uh, potency five. goes to platinum again, I think. Yeah, yes. that's six. What's Stella? Five, five. Okay, so Stella being a five is pretty good though. It is. Uh, with pleasurability, I think Stella definitely has I don't, taste. Well, I th- I'm going flat. Stella has taste, but we've we've been teetering between taste and like how many we can drink. Can and drink I can a lot of Stellas. I can drink. I feel like I can drink smoothly more platies than I could drink Stellas like quickly. I just enjoy a plat. I feel like I enjoy a Stella more though. I'm going with Stella. On this category. All right. We we good on Stella's? Okay. And then the last one is Brand, which is obviously Stella. Uh, Stella Artois has the brand. Yeah. They have the whole water campaign going right now with Matt Damon. Yeah. It's tough to pick against them. So that that brings us up to another tie. So do we go to our resident tie analysis? Or do we keep it in-house? All right. I would like to know Jessica's input, though, for this, this well, one. Yeah, I, I, I want to know what you think. This doesn't mean anything. Stella Artois against Bud Light Platinum. I don't, I don't know. I don't have much frame of reference. I know Ryan has Platinums, like, all the time. So just... Not to brag. But she wants <laughs> Just based on familiarity, I would go with the Platinum. It's a comfortable beer. You feel good about taking yeah. it. But anyway, I, I'm going to pick Stella. I feel like that Platinum does have what it takes to be a champion, but I think that Stella wins for me. It's just, it's classy, it's 5%, it's not dumb expensive like some beers are, 
and it's global. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna tell my answer with a story. All right, sounds so, good. Whenever I went to the national championship game that JMU lost, <laughs> this will be something. Um, the one good thing about that game was that they sold beer inside the stadium. Most stadiums sell just, like, the regulars, you know, the Budweiser's, the Bud Lights. The Goose IPA is usually the most, like, outlandish thing you'll see. And then some will sell uh, a few other things. And some will have premium beers like Stella's. Like, Stella's usually the premium beer. It's, like, $2 more. Like, I, I think in Redskins seems like, Stella's are, like, 14 And then, like, Bud Lights and all other stuff is, like, 12 Well, I was at the uh, game... And I see the Bud Light Budweiser stand, and priced with the Bud Light and Budweiser was Bud Light Platinums, wow. and it was not considered a premium beer. It so you got it for the same price. price. Um, but imagine, like, Budweiser, Bud Lights, and Bud Light Platinums are never all three the same price. Budweiser's and Bud Lights are, Bud Light Platinums are never the same price. And then Platties were, like, a couple bu- bucks more. So just imagine, just imagine that feeling for a second to be at a game like that and see Platinum's there, and just that, and among many other reasons and stories, Platinum's will get my vote. All right, where are you going, John? It's all down to me, huh? You're the swing vote, bud. The swing vote. Platts. Let's do it. Simply because Stella's beat Michelob Ultra. And I just, I've always drank Platts over Stella anyway. Bud Light Platinum in the National Championship game. I love it. They belong. I love it. All right. So that brings us down to the championship game, which is good because I have 5% battery on my computer. Platinums and Blue Moons are literally my two favorite beers, probably. <laughs> this list kind of reflects a little bit of what we like and don't like. <laughs> but anyways. They have been biased. Platinums shakes off the Villanova blue-blooded Stella Artois Blue Moon, takes down Modella, and ends their improbable run to the Final Four. That leaves us down to a one versus a four matchup. Blue Moon and Platinum. Uh, you know, obviously Platinum has it on potency. Uh, it will have it on price. It will not. It won't have it on pleasurability or probably popularity. So that you know is split through the system. So it comes down to our three vote again. Um, my I honestly vote, don't know. I need to hear you guys. Right. I don't think I want to take this to the the system either. I think this. I think this needs to just be. A, well, I mean, the system was even. I just ran through it, so it's fine. Debate, yeah. But just to me, I love I'm both stressed. of these beers near and dear to my heart, and. It's it's probably going to end up being a bit of a shocker to the nation, but in short answer, I'm going with Bud Light Platinum. Wow. With Bud Light Platinum, wow. it is just a beer that I've drank through my entire oh, life. Wow. It gets me where I need to be. Wow. Um, you know, the cans are always different. I've had so many different can looks. Bud Light Platinum has been there through poker, through raves, through concerts, through sporting events. It is a beer that is always there and on the docket. It will get me where I need to be. I'm going with Bud Light Platinum as my 2018 beer bracket champion presented by Pretty Good Sports. Come on, Ryan. I still don't know. <laughs> well, when I, I still don't know. But what I'm going to say could end it. Say it. I'm going Platinum's. <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter. Right? That's what I, said. I wanted you to go. First. I want to hear the dissenting opinion, though, if you're going with Blue Moon. But I still don't know what I think. Why do you think Platinum's? Platinum's, Platinum's is the probably the third beer I ever drank. This is kind of like a reach, but it's one of the one of the earlier beers I drank, and I drank a whole six pack in one sitting. Break. No, not the break. <laughs> and I was piss-ass drunk early in my drinking days, but it's it's taken me through a lot of good times. And with Platts, you don't buy them out as much. You know, it's not like a bar beer. It's mm-hmm. a chilling with the guys They really beer. don't have them at bars very often. Exactly. No, and that's don't. why I think I like them more is because when I want to go out to a bar, I'm not looking to buy... 
I'm looking to buy a Blue Moon. If I'm going to well, dinner, and that, I'm looking that was to buy another a big thing moon. in my decision making is when you want Blue Moon, you want it on tap. Yes, you don't. Want you don't bottle. want it in a bottle. I mean, it's not bad. In a the bottle, versatility in a for Bud Light Platinum is much better. Yes, so. can bottle these aluminum majiggers. Everything I think just screams platinum to me in this matchup, and I don't think that blue. I think Blue Moon is all around the better beer. Yeah, I think it just got ramrodded by a bad, a bad team. I'm going Platts. Yeah, that's my 2018 winner. Well, it doesn't really matter what I have to say, but I think. Like, and I'm looking at this in a sense of somebody telling me, like, Ryan, you could only drink one beer for the... Oh, dang. Yeah, if you could drink one beer for the rest <laughs> of your life. I think it would be a platinum. But if I had somebody ask me, what beer would you want to drink right now? And you could only have one of I'm picking a blue moon. Yep. I mean, so that's why I'm confused. And and don't let anybody get it twisted. This was a tough decision for all of us, I think, because blue moon. Do I get an orange? I don't know. Depends on where you're at. Depends on the situation. That's why I want platinum. Because it you get what matter. you get with platinum every time. It's a simple beer too. Yeah. It's time for the underdog to get a W. If I sometimes don't get an orange, then I guess I would have to go with. Platinum. You don't know what you get. Yeah. You get what you get. It's a flip of the coin every time. So there you go. Bud Light Platinum, the 2018 champion. Wow. Confetti falls from the sky in silver One and blue color. <laughs> this magic moment. So that'll wrap up our beer bracket. We will post the updated bracket, and we'll post up some polls on Twitter wow. um, for all of you to get your responses. But I'm sure there will be much controversy for what happened, but it is what it is. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, Jessica, for helping us through the tough decisions here tonight. Check this out on iTunes. Yeah, we're on iTunes. We're on iTunes. So. Rate, rate us and uh, subscribe. I'm a five-star man. Five, I'm a five-star man. So check us out on that. Catch us next week at some point. We have a Masters preview. We'll be talking NFL free agency and all that other bullshit that we have come accustomed to. Thank you for listening to this presentation of the Gritty Sports Podcast presented by, of course, Pretty Good Sports. Thank you, everybody. See you later. I'm your dad. Bye. See you guys. Bye.